0: Welcome to A Battle Within, episode number 46. I'm Drew Neiman. Today on A Battle Within, Terry, my wife and the inspiration for the program, and I will be exploring goal setting. It seemed appropriate because this recording happened on New Year's Eve, people are generally considering goals and New Year resolutions, so we thought we would add our two cents to the conversation. We review some of the aspirations. Goal setting results in the lessons learned that Terry had from their previous year, and what's the approach going forward? We've come to learn that goal setting in the TBI slash PCS community can be quite different than in the traditional setting, so we'll hit on some of those specifics as well from our perspectives. Terry and I also pass along some insights and strategies that may be helpful to you as you lay out your goals for the new year. This includes for the people filling the caregiver role. We'll get to that in a moment, but first, if you're new to the program, Battle Within is about our life experiences and those of our guests living with and healing from traumatic brain injuries with an emphasis on post-concussive syndrome. The conversations are real, raw, and uncensored from both the survivor and the caregiver perspectives. From time to time, we also get medical professionals involved so they can offer their expertise as well. It is our desire that this platform be a useful way to create awareness around the invisible injury and help those that are in the battle, whether that is you, the patient, or you, the caregiver. One way to do that is to share, so please do share. If you're listening in real time, we hope that the holiday season that just passed was one that was great for you and your loved ones, and we certainly hope that the year 2020 is great for you, too. No matter how it goes, be sure to keep battling. I also wanted to let you know that next week we have Sergeant Victor Medina and his wife, Dr. Roxana Delgado, on the program to tell their story and share with us all the great work that they are doing as founders of the TBI Warrior Foundation. I promise it is a fantastic conversation with some really amazing people. Be sure to get it on your calendar. If you'd like to get a preview of what they are up to, Please check them out at TBIWarriorFoundation.org. As always, we hope you find the information offered here to be useful. Remember that Terry and Drew, we are not medical professionals. We are offering our own experiences, perspectives, and information we've learned along the way via our own research. Okay, here we go. On to goal setting. Music. Hi, Terry Neiman.
1: Hi, Drew Neiman. How you doing? Getting over being sick as anything, but well, better.
0: Yes, I know that. We actually tried this a couple of days ago when you were actually beginning to get sick.
1: Couldn't think straight. Couldn't
0: think straight, so we actually bagged it at that point. We, we,
1: did. have, we didn't know I was getting sick.
0: That's what it turned out being. Yeah. So a few folks out there, we're recording this at 7 o'clock on New Year's <laughs> Eve. Fun. So, I figured that we would, we would talk about goal-setting, Terry.
1: Because it's New Year's Eve.
0: So it makes sense. It aligns with that. We tried doing this a couple of days ago, so you should be smarter about it. Even, <laughs> even you well, we like...
1: only tried like five minutes.
0: Today, folks, we thought it would be appropriate to talk about goal-setting and some strategies towards that. Terry last year had the mindset where she wasn't necessarily goal-setting. She was had aspirations, but now we feel like we're at a point now that we can have goals. And we're not talking about resolutions, but goals, right? Correct. Should be stated that I am not a believer in resolutions. Mm -hmm. I think they're garbage. And some statistics based on an article Forbes wrote about this time last year was that only 8% of people who make resolutions actually feel like they have accomplished them. Enough said right there. Yeah. So,
1: so is that why you're not a believer?
0: I'm not a believer because it's very vague where goal setting, if it's set up the right way, is much more structured and there's a lot more accountability to it. Mm-hmm. Resolution to me is a little bit more like, oh, I wish I can. I'm just going to talk about it. A little it. haphazard? Yeah. It's no real effort, dedication, mm-hmm. that type of thing. So that's my opinion on it. Self-help industry is huge this time of the year. Everybody's coming out with, you know, do this, do that. Here's a journal for this, here's this.
1: Money-making machine. Yeah.
0: Uh, get on this diet. You know, the gyms are having all sorts of specials, getting everybody. Or you could there. try
1: the anti-diet. Yeah. That's the thing.
0: Yes. The anti-diet, right? So you got to decipher through all the noise to find the solution. I don't pretend to be an expert in this area. Last time I checked, you weren't either, Terry.
1: Oh, definitely. Well, (laughs) I have a little bit more expertise than you.
0: Okay. So explain that.
1: Well, special educator by trade, no longer working in that field, but trained to write goals for students that were on my caseload. Okay.
0: That's a very good point, Terry. I hadn't thought of that before we sat down to talk tonight, so.
1: So you didn't realize you were in the presence of greatness? (laughs) I'm kidding. I, I, I know that
0: every day. I actually made a Facebook Aww. post that I shared Aww. about it today.
1: You're sweet. Uh, I was kidding.
0: Some ground rules though, Terry, when we talk about this, I want to make sure that we're talking from a perspective where we're talking about from for folks that are trying to get better from post-concussive syndrome, right? Right. And their circumstances are different. Everybody's circumstances are different in that environment. I want to make sure that when we talk about this that, we're focusing the conversation on the folks who might be beyond the 100% medical treatment, 100% therapies, that type of stuff, right? Does that make sense?
1: Be, they're not getting them anymore? No, that they may it?
0: still be getting them, but they're beyond the, the part where their entire focus is on oh. the, on, on that okay. and getting the medical attention, right? Yeah, they're, yeah. they're getting back to life, gotcha. all right, for lack of a better term. Does this make sense to you? Yeah. As we spoke earlier, Terry and I, we had more aspirations in 2019, and a lot of that was built around Terry having the aspiration of learning how to live life again without being in pain 24-7, things of that nature. We did the gratitude jars that we've spoken about before throughout the course of the year and, and stuff like that, but in this new year, actual goals is what I want to speak to this time around, okay? Okay. As we go into the new year. Are you ready to offer some insight here, Terry? Miss Special Ed, I'm an expert.
1: Yeah, I'll do the best I can. (laughs) Okay.
0: So first and foremost, set goals, not resolutions, what I spoke to earlier. Understand clearly and be okay with the fact that it does involve sacrifices from time to time. You must give up something to obtain something else. Makes sense. You need to have a written plan. So I look at it. Is a basically a personal development growth plan.
1: Makes sense. When we're writing goals for our students, it's written.
0: Right. I announced them to the world tonight. So announcing them to the world is is a good thing. Holds Kinda you accountable. Holds you accountable. Yep. Post them and post reminders everywhere. You know, it helps you to achieve them. Only make three you or four. You could
1: also have accountability partner. Right. Way exactly. to say that.
0: Well, you, you just did. Okay. Yeah. So I, was,
1: I didn't know if it was on your list. It might have
0: been on my list, but we would have found out. You just go with the flow, Terry. <laughs> okay, <true. laughs> Only make three or four. You're very much more likely to achieve them if you only got three or four as opposed, as opposed to having 25 of them. Right. Yeah, like, Does that you make know, sense?
1: Get overwhelmed. Right. Or can't really commit completely to them because you might not have enough resources or ability. Like, oh, you're trying to do too much.
0: Understand. That willpower does not work. It takes twenty-one days to create a habit, and consistent action is the difference maker. Mastery follows consistency. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Get rid of the noise, distractions, and bad habits. So, if you sleep with your phone next to your bed, you're likely to look at it first thing in the morning, check an email, and social media, as opposed to getting after your goals. Do you agree with that?
1: Yeah, that could be a time suck.
0: Yep. Calendar time to achieve your goals. Review your goals daily so you can evaluate and adjust accordingly. The more specific you are in breaking down your goals, the more likely you are to accomplish them as well. Align your environment to your goals. If your living room, couches, and chairs all face the television, then watching television is likely to be a default decision. If Mm. you keep a water bottle with you throughout the day, then you're more likely to drink water rather than soda are just a few examples of that.
1: So set yourself up for success.
0: Right, via your environment. Mm-hmm. So set cues up for yourself, you know, where, where it makes sense, and use SMART goals. SMART goals means specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and what's the last one, Terry? Time. That's it, time-bound, exactly. So that's the acronym for that. I understand days, some days will be better than others for for folks. I mean, every situation is not the same. We've watched it with you over the last couple of years. The real challenge is not determining what you want for the result, but if you're willing to accept the sacrifices that it may take along the way. You've done a stellar job with that where you you. you have no quit in you. And you might bend or have to, try things in a different manner or come back to it later and adapt it along the way. But I think a good way of doing that, and these are some observations that I've seen because I thought you've had some success in this right. in the last few years, is that you've done a good job of looking ahead and not, and not getting trapped in the past is one example. Yeah, from time to time, you might make comparisons about, you know, stuff after the injury, but that doesn't help, and then you quickly kind of come around, and then you you kind of get back to looking forward, so I think that's a good thing to be. Do you feel yourself being like that, or is that just something that's just... I
1: feel I have to be like that, because living in the past and living in the future is where all your stress lies, and then for me, living in either place can also set me up towards that depression coming in because i'm not okay with my present moment then if i'm thinking of the past or the future how am i in my present moment so if i'm in my present moment as much as possible then i i do better so i know that i have to stop that and i have to let that go and not be there do you set your goals
0: considering your recent progress
1: i should but i don't (gasps) terry (laughs) (laughs) I just keep going. Realistically, that's what I do. I just—it's a thought. First, it's like a little thought, right? Ooh, that's an idea. And then I—if it really catches me, it kind of grows like a fire inside of me. We've watched it just now. My new thing that's coming, and then and then I just want to keep moving ahead and learning more and growing. And that's how something takes root in me. I would love to be able to sit there and say, I wrote it down and I follow a plan and. And that's how it worked out. But for me, a lot of times it's a thought and then it's action, 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 go, go, go.
0: It's the old put one foot in front of the other type of
1: philosophy. That's very much how I live my yeah. life. That's
0: what I thought you were going to say.
1: about setting your goals too high? I'm World class at that.
0: Define that.
1: Well, before the brain injury, that was okay. Because I could set them high. You can even go higher, right? Or you get close and you're still like, hey, woo great great job look what you did i was always used to kind of smashing higher goals for myself but with the brain injury it kind of would smash me down and i would be like i didn't hit that i didn't even get close so i quickly realized that i was setting my goals way too high dr rochester was always like telling me the increments and how how low it was was my thought every time he told me that i was like that's just so low but i'm but i feel good today I'm really world-class at that. Oh, setting them too high. Yeah, but I think that having this injury has taught me for this injury to not do that to myself, to be more patient with my
0: brain. Do you think you've learned to take the smaller steps to the point where you're able to take a bigger goal now and break it down into the smaller steps?
1: On um, the objectives to reach the goal? Yeah. Yes and no. Because... That would make much more sense if I was so deliberate and writing it down like you were saying, but it's not my personality. I could do a lot better with that. So your goal is
0: to write your goals down.
1: Maybe it should be. (laughs) So I'm going to sit here and take a back seat and listen to what you tell me I should do.
0: I'm not going to do that. Do you celebrate the wins? Do you have measuring sticks along the way, even though it's not
1: formal for you? No, in the beginning, no, not really much. I just looked to get out of pain and I had to be reminded a lot of over the course of time I was improving, even though I had setbacks. I think now I do celebrate a bit more and can look back and be like, you know, remember when it was like this? I'm much better there. Yeah,
0: I do agree with that. And that's why I think we've gone from the term you've used as aspirations to goals. Do you think that the goals that you have had or are looking towards are yours or do you find that they're other people's goals? The reason I say uh, that is that could be a problem in this community where they're trying to achieve something because somebody in their family may want something or the old person back or whatever. Have you ever felt like that kind of pressure?
1: Sometimes, but I usually just ditch that. Seriously, yeah, just, okay. they're my goals. And if somebody can't... They should be, yeah. Yeah, they are. And if somebody isn't I'm not going to do something for somebody else just because they're not going to accept me the, the way I am now. Then I need to look at, like, do I have the person in my life then?
0: I'm just asking because it could be very real in this community. It could very be. real.
1: And it's happened towards me. So I just feel like this is me. I'm okay with me. I'm okay. This is who I am. I'm right where I'm supposed to be. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And if somebody can accept that, that's their problem, not mine.
0: On the other side of that coin, sometimes it
1: takes getting help from other folks. How do you do on that front? I do that well, I think. It just depends, though. Do I respect them and their expertise? Because I'm not just going to just take advice from anyone. I was brought up by a father that drilled in my head, you take advice from two people. One, they are getting to where you want to go, or they are already there. That's it. Uh, If somebody is going to dish out advice to me, and they are not going where I'm going or already there. They have no advice to give me that I want.
0: Okay. How about building on your strengths? I mean, after injuries, a lot of times people could focus on their shortfalls. What about you? You did that for a little bit. Are you now at the point where you can leverage your strengths?
1: Yes and no. I'm much better at looking at my strengths, but I still am painfully aware of the shortfalls. I wish that wasn't the case, but they creep in there and smack me in my face almost. You know, if I tend to get overconfident, that's usually about the time when they smack me in the face.
0: Uh, You've been at this now for six plus years. Mm -hmm. You go back all the way back to the first uh, accident uh, this journey began. Was there any other strategies or mindset pieces of advice that you would have to offer to the folks out there that helped you that I missed?
1: We might have mentioned them in earlier episodes, but I worked on conscious language. That was a goal of mine to how I talk to yourself and out loud becomes my reality. So if I say I may or I try, that's kind of wishy-washy, then I will. So I was fairly mindful about how I said things to myself or out loud and how I was as my own friend. Like, did I lose friends? How I talk to myself. So, conscious language was a goal, was one of my goals this year, where, you know, I didn't write it down, but I want, I strive to be a better friend to myself. So, not to say things like, well, that was just so forgetful of you. Oh, that sounded so stupid because, you know, here I am brain injured. I'm not stupid, but those were some of the mean things. And if I turned around and said that, let's say to another person who was dealing with a brain injury, I would sound like a complete asshole. And I, so, in effect, I was being an asshole to myself, but I did it. So it became a goal of mine to stop doing that, just to be kinder to me as I would to anyone else who was dealing with this. What would I say to them? That is how I should approach me. Success? Very much so. It changed a lot for me. I would agree. That that was that was a big one.
0: I would agree. That really was a good measuring stick of improvement this past year. It also year. made
1: me happier because... You know, if you're beating yourself down, you're already beat down. You don't need anyone else's help. And we have enough struggles with what we're going through. We don't need to add to them by being jerks to ourselves. It's
0: a very good point, Harry. What other pieces of advice would you have for folks out there that maybe want to set goals up for themselves in this new year? Now, by the time they get to it, it'll be a week later. You know, it'll be like the 6th of January or something like that. That's okay. And this, when they get out, it'll give them a week to, to get after it before they listen to our uh, well, the thing room.
1: about this is you can do this anytime. You know, it's doesn't mm-hmm. need to be January 1st right. or January even when you set a goal for yourself or like with me, think of a goal. You can do that anytime. Just take the action steps to get it done. And it doesn't matter when it is. So conscious language was a big one for me. I also, I wanted to learn more. I wanted to listen to more instead of fiction type books, but educational type books. And I listen more because of the way my eyes move. So it's still not very comfortable for me to to read. So I read through Audible, right. And that was something that, I set out to do rather than just waste my time, maybe scrolling through Facebook or watching television. So I try to do that a bit more. I think I've been pretty successful at it because I've accomplished reading quite a lot of books through that way. So I'll take it as a win where I wasn't doing that.
0: Right there, what you said was important too, where I'll take that as a win. You wouldn't do that even a year, a year and a half ago. Right. So acknowledging your wins, I think it's been also very good for you too, for your mental well-being. Yeah, just to acknowledge that.
1: Well, that's part of that conscious language—just being kinder to myself and my progress and the things I do. Just saying, hey, I like to be my own best friend right now.
0: That's good. I have a few pieces of advice for the caregivers out there mm-hmm. that I like to pass along. Folks that might be in roles similar to myself, you tell me if you have any uh, any two cents you want to add. Right, mm-hmm. be happy to hear it. These pieces are my own experiences. Please be advised about that. This is my own life and my own experiences. But a few examples are to have your own goals aside from your loved ones. Uh, A few examples might be having your own fitness goals or personal development goals. Not having your own goals will also lead to resentment. If your total focus is on the person you're trying to care for, you still have to develop as a human being or you'll get burnt out. Right. Got to be a cheerleader, not a critic. That could be very hard And what you're talking about Uh, with the four agreements is that you can get beat up enough. You don't need anybody else's help. So I think that that's, that's certainly true there. The best way to destroy your loved one's goal is to be a critic of it. Try to refrain from doing that. As simple as it may appear to you, your loved one achieving a goal could be a war for them. Could be as simple as making their own meal or taking a short walk without getting symptoms. You need to appreciate that. Develop goals that you can work on together. Maybe it means practicing yoga, which I would like to do with Terry in this new year.
1: I would think that would be hysterical. Yeah.
0: Cuz <laughs> but- I am the worst as far as uh flexibility is concerned.
1: And I'm the worst at balance, so we should be a pair.
0: <laughs> Express gratitude to one another daily. Walk the dogs if you can together. Maybe it's four days a week type of thing. These are the types of goals that I'm talking about doing together. Help keep focused and tracking. Folks out there that might have memory issues that are trying to achieve their goals, uh, serve up the reminders where it's necessary to keep their motivation up and keep moving forward. For those with, with memory concerns, there's also a high distractibility. So doing this and reminding them that you're doing well, this is where you're at. You can only do this last week. Now look what you're doing now. All those types of things to the, lift them up is a good thing to do. Constructive
1: praise. Right.
0: Be sure to do this in a loving way and realize that the work is not yours. Let your warrior own it all. It is their goals and they're the ones achieving it. You're just being the cheerleader.
1: And when they're ready to do something, let them do it. You Remember when we had a little struggle with that for a little while? Yeah. And I had to say to you, no, I got this back off.
0: Yep, you did. And I learned an awful lot that day, to be honest with you. It was the greatest thing that could have happened for me. But it was something that had to learn the hard way, and it came from a good place. Don't be alarmed if that happens.
1: Because that's ultimately what you want.
0: Be open to learning and welcome the failure when it happens. This goes for the warrior and the caregiver. Accept it, understand it, Mm -hmm. learn from it, and then move past it.
1: Yeah, and also look for the lessons in it. Because there usually is, and I think within failure, there is lessons to be learned, and we just change our mindset on that one a little bit, too.
0: Which leads me to my next point, because I know you like quotes, and I got one Oh, I was here. just
1: going to say, because <laughs> I've been doing that a lot with my failure, too. Instead of looking at it like, failure, because, you know, that really beats you down, right? I go, okay, what did I learn there? Instead, I look at it like, what knowledge can I take from it? What did I learn from that?
0: I so knew you were going to behave this way. Right now, that I actually stole a quote from Henry Ford that speaks I to this. Did not know what. Yes, I, was going to say. I knew okay. it. So the quote is: "Failure is simply the opportunity to begin again. This time, more intelligently."
1: Yeah. See. See. It's exactly
0: what what I knew you were going to say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it just fell that way. But yeah, it's true.
0: You like that quote?
1: Makes yeah, I do you like the quote. Something I had to work on. I was not good at that. That could be a nice goal for someone to work on too, to be looking at the positives of when something goes wrong, instead of looking at it as a failure, looking at what lessons did I get from this?
0: Any other words of wisdom from your perspective on goals and setting goals, Terry, that you would like to part?
1: Just do the best you can. And when you have something that you set yourself up to think, I want to be here, but you don't quite get it, still look at what you did accomplish instead of, Anything you didn't. Okay, you can look at like, oh, that didn't happen. But focus more on the positives. Celebrate
0: and the wins. Yeah. Be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Those are the themes that I'm hearing from you.
1: Yeah. Be your own best friend. That's my theme. That's your theme. That's the goal for the year. Be the planet and your own best friend. Because that's my new thing is the planet All this right.
0: year. Oh, boy. Don't get us started here.
1: No, I'm not even going to start it here. I'll start another <laughs> podcast. <laughs>
0: Uh, that's funny. All right, so there you have it, folks. Uh, some thoughts from Terry and myself on goals and goal setting in the new year, or as Terry put it, any time you don't have to wait for the new year. I like to I like to use the terminology for that. Why wait? Just start now. Yeah, you hear a lot of people talking about. Why do we hey, have,
1: have to wait year? till tomorrow? Right. right. Just because it's the first. Yeah. Just go. Yeah.
0: Go. Well, I would love to hear your thoughts if if we missed anything or you have more to offer the group. Please let us know on the episode page at Facebook or on Instagram.
1: Start it. Like sometimes the new year drives me crazy with that. No. (laughs)
0: Yes. Why wait? That's the question. Why wait? I keep asking why. Why wait? Just get after it.
1: Something is important to you. Just do it.
0: Yeah. No need to. Like Nike. Yes. All right, there's a plug for Nike. There you have yeah, it.
1: Yeah, I've plugged Nike another That's time. before. twice now, I before. Before. Yeah. yeah, I think I did it.
0: They should start paying us. Well, connect with us at abattlewithin.com and on Facebook at abattlewithin and Instagram. If you'd like to be featured on the podcast, please reach out to us at drew at com or via Facebook Messenger. Tell us a little bit about your story and we'll get in touch. We do have a few episodes queued up where folks have reached out to us to be on the program, so hopefully we can get them into your ears here in the near future. Please take the time to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen and be sure to share with everyone in your life you feel could benefit. Notes and resources for this particular episode are available at abattlewithin.com backslash 046. Until next time, for those healing, show yourself some grace For those who know someone healing, show them the same and give them a great deal of love. Bye. Take care, folks. Keep battling. Bye-bye.